the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's edition of The Plum Line, brought to you by Reasons for Hope, training and equipping a new generation to stand boldly on the Word of God. You can find information about them at r4h.com. That's the letter R, then F-O-R-H dot com. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. On the broadcast today, I'll be joined by retired Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin of the Family Research Council. Talk a bit about the military and especially the LGBTQ agenda that's being pushed in our military from a biblical perspective. Stick around. You can email me to share your thoughts or comments anytime at this email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Support for The Plumb Line is provided by these fine business sponsors. EPS Wealth Management of Phoenix, who serves clients in several states. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation conversation about your financial concerns. 623-537-3657. Support for The Plumb Line is also provided by Simple Turn. Their online health resources teach your kids how health really works and how to avoid 90% of chronic disease. Get your family's free health course at mysimpleturn.com. And by Charles McLucas, Jr., founder and CEO of Charitable Trust Administrators, Inc. Learn about the benefits of a charitable remainder trust at ctai-ca.com. Life can be tough, and sometimes we all need a helping hand. That's where Integrity Counseling Group comes in. At Integrity, we're not just counselors. We're your companions on the journey of healing. We believe in restoring connections with yourself, with your loved ones, and with your faith. With three welcoming locations in Mission Valley, Carlsbad, and San Marcos, plus convenient telehealth services across California, we're right by your side, San Diego. Visit us at integritycounselinggroup.com or call us anytime at 760-283-7000. On today's edition of The Plum Line, I'm excited to be joined by Lieutenant General Retired Jerry Boykin. He's with the Family Research Council, and we're going to talk a bit about our military today from a biblical worldview, specifically the fact that our military seems to be more focused on the DEI agenda, LGBT agenda, I guess we could say, than on training our soldiers to be just that, good soldiers. And so uh, welcome to the broadcast, Jerry. Thanks for coming on. I'm glad to be with you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I think one of the items in the news just recently, maybe that we'll start with before we get to our situation with the military, is that the Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, has, uh, well, I guess we could say stirred up a little bit of controversy, and so maybe you can tell us a little bit about that situation, if you would, to start off here, please. Yeah, a little bit sort of under <laughs> underdoes it. You know, I I think this thing with Lloyd Austin is probably the most problematic and irresponsible thing that I've ever seen a general officer or a flag officer, if you will, do. This guy is in the chain of command 
for the nuclear strikes. And nobody knew where he was to include the president of the United States, who is the commander in chief and is responsible for this guy. And now they are trying to blow this off as being nothing. It is not to be blown off. It is something that we need to look at it for what it is. And what it is, is it is a breach of trust and confidence of the United States in this guy. I hope that ultimately they'll find him a place to go to to live out his retirement years. Mm, yeah, in essence, what we're talking about here, it's uh, a long hospitalization that, as of this recording anyway, is still going on. He's still hospitalized, right? That's correct. Hmm, yeah, amazing. And no one knew about it. So No I, one knew. Huh. That's exactly right. Huh. And, and, I mean, if you just think about the fact that there were something like 11 to 13 attacks on American troops during this period, this five, six-day period that Lloyd Austin was in the hospital, nobody knowing that he was there, that just can't be tolerated. At least he should have been wise enough to know that you can't leave a post like Secretary of Defense untended, and he did. Mm, yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting. It, it fits in, I think, with our overarching subject here in the broadcast in that the military has been very secretive about a lot of the things that they're you know, trying to do, and this is just a, another one of them, I guess. We can pull it all together with a lot, a lot of secrecy, and though it's gotten out certainly that you know the whole LGBTQ and, and so on agenda going on in the military is, has gotten out and has made the news, but they're certainly tried to keep it, at least for a time, secret of what they were trying to do within our military. Well, they are. And if you look at this uh, LGBT agenda that has been forced on our, our military, you have to ask yourself, what are we trying to do? What are we trying to fill the ranks of our military with? Well, it's certainly not warriors, but I can assure you also that what's needed is warriors. And all you have to do is, is look at the difference between, and I think you may have heard it or seen it, the recruiting videos between the Russian Army and, and the uh, U.S. Army. And look at that very carefully, and what you see is disgusting. It does not represent what is needed to be able to go out on the battlefield, face an enemy, and be victorious. And it's killing our military. Hmm. And, you know, the plumb line looks at every topic and issue from a biblical worldview, and so I wanted to have you comment a bit, because there might be those, I can't imagine anybody listening to this show would wonder this, but there are certainly in our nation people who would wonder this, and they'd say, what's the big deal about if our military gets some training on making it a welcoming place for homosexuals, or whatever, whatever the training, it's, it's deeper than that, but whatever training they're getting, you know, what's the difference if they put some focus on that, might be the question that would come. And from a biblical perspective, you know, what's wrong with that? Yeah, well, first of all, I think biblically, there's no question that the Bible is very clear with regards to homosexuality and transgenderism and all of that. I think it's very clear and makes their case for not being involved in that kind of stuff, not bringing that kind of stuff into the ranks of a military that's expected to go out there and win. Let's look at something else here, and that is 
Well, we bring those young men and women into the military. They come in with an expectation that they're going to be warriors. They're going to be warriors. You'll find a few of them that just come in for the education. And even those have dwindled now because they don't want anything to do with what they see on this transgender agenda either. But they come in with an expectation of what they're going to be trained on, how they're going to be trained. And, you know, so many young men, people can argue about this, but so many young men look forward to the day that they can put on that uniform, stand proud, and serve their country. And what we're giving them is totally the opposite. What we're giving them is a transgender PhD. Well, let's talk about the fact that this is just such a a distraction from what they're supposed to be focused on. Yeah, what these young men and women are supposed to be uh, focused on when they come into the military is how to make themselves better, how to make their units better, and how to be prepared for the day that they will have to step into the arena and defend their nation. If you look at it realistically, there's nothing in this DEI program that is helping them to become better soldiers. It's doing a lot to help them become better transgender teammates or whatever that may be. But uh, it's not helping them to become better soldiers. And the fact is, there's so precious little time to get ready for battle to go out there and train and use their weapons and do maneuvers and all of those things. What they're doing is they're taking that time that we ought to be doing that kind of training, and we are, in fact, squandering it. And it's going to cost us one day. Mm. I hate to see that coming because if you go back to 1963, Douglas MacArthur stood in the West Point mess hall, and he said to the cadets there, Your mission, he was talking about the Army, your mission remains fixed, determined, inviolable. It is to win the nation's wars. Now stop and think about that for a minute. One mission to win the nation's wars. And what we've done is we've lost a complete understanding of that concept. Yeah. Mm, exactly. And a couple of things here. One, first off, for those who are maybe unfamiliar, most probably are aware of DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, or inclusivity, that's uh, that acronym stands for, and that's what's being pushed, and it's basically forcing the acceptance of the LGBT agenda within the military's ranks. And one thing I wanted to ask you about is, you know, all the years that you spent in the military, and you don't even have to be in the military to know this, but it's not like you can just say, okay, as a soldier, I'm not going to participate in this. It doesn't quite work that way. You don't have the freedom of objection, I guess, is is missing there, isn't it? Most assuredly, and I can tell you, all you have to do is look at the 8,000 people that were put out of the military because they would not take a vaccination. So, yes, you're absolutely right. And they were bullied. I mean, people that are serving under an officer that's going to take them into combat are now seeing another side of those officers because what they're seeing is the officers that are bullying them to take this shot. And 8,000 men and women were put out of the military because of that. I'm telling you, I talk to a lot of young men and women 
that have been put out of the Army, and they have nothing good to say about the Army now. So what does that mean? Well, it's not just about today. It's about tomorrow. It's about young men that are being put out of the ranks of the military, young women that are being put out of the ranks of the military. And what's their attitude towards the military? They'll never let one of their children go into the military, I guarantee you. Mm. And, uh, and a lot of them have told me that. Yeah. And that's why we see those recruiting numbers just atrocious, the inability to recruit now. Yeah. And they say they, they can't figure out why they can't recruit. They can't <laughs> understand why young men and women are not signing up. Well, give me five minutes. Or give me three minutes, too. And I'll give you a couple of things I think might help you with that. Yeah. What would be your first to quit doing what we're talking about here today? Stop every bit of that. Stop it. Just stop it. Get rid of anybody that has any association with that kind of nonsense that is destroying our training time, which is so important to our readiness. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we'll wrap up our broadcast today with just me asking you to kind of share what we as followers of Jesus Christ and ones who are concerned about the future of our country and the future of our military, what we can do. And so we'll talk about that later in the broadcast. But going to go to the break right now and invite those of you in the listening family, if you maybe missed General Boykin's opening comments here or any portion of this broadcast, you can find it at places where you go for podcasts. So just go to Spotify, for example, put in the plumb line with Jay Rudolph, and you'll be able to listen to this and uh, any other edition. We've covered hundreds of topics and issues from a biblical worldview on the Plum Line. You can email me to share your thoughts and comments as well at this email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Remember, Plum is P-L-U-M-B. Don't forget the B at the end of the word Plum, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Stay tuned for more. Open Door Financial was founded with the inspiration of using biblical wisdom to create financial plans and investment strategies that lead to financial peace and build the kingdom of God. We guide families and small business owners on how to save money, reduce taxes, get out of debt, build enough retirement income, and be more generous. We help you discover God's plan for your finances and fulfill your God-given dreams and purpose. Call Jason Batt at Open Door Financial at 619-794-7133. That's 619-794-7133 or visit opendoor-financial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered broker-dealer and registered investment advisor. Open Door Financial and Centaurus Financial are not affiliated entities. I am so thankful that you have signed on to The Plumb Line. This Christ-honoring radio show was birthed out of my lifelong career in radio and God's plan for me to serve Him as a radio missionary to our nation, a nation where less than 9% of those who call themselves Christians hold to a biblical worldview, according to George Barna's research. God laid it upon my heart to use the gifts of expositing the scriptures and discernment from the Word of God to examine dozens of issues that are relevant to our society today from a biblical worldview. A biblical worldview is the lens that Christians should use to view everything. Yet, unbeknownst to many who call themselves Christians, their views on numerous matters are not based upon the only perfect, 100% reliable standard, the Word of God, our plumb line. So in order to address that troubling statistic, the Plumb Line radio show began in Iowa in late 2022 and is now growing across the country, including into your area. 
If you appreciate the mission and ministry of The Plumb Line, I would appreciate hearing from you. You can share your financial support or simply a message letting me know you're tuning in and praying for this ministry by emailing theplumblineradio at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me for The Plumb Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and I'm joined by Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, retired and serves now with the Family Research Council and provides a lot of great insights on the Washington Watch program and with the Washington Stand publication that I hope you subscribe to that, the Washington Stand, great publication with a lot of insights from a biblical worldview. And we've had a number of guests, including David Clausen of the Center for Biblical Worldview there on the show before. And so I'm enjoying my time with General Boykin. We're going to shift gears a little bit here for a portion of this second segment, and then we'll wrap up with some practical ideas as well. But General Boykin was telling me during the break that uh, he has had the opportunity to be, uh, I guess, maybe Im- embedded is too strong of a word, or maybe it's, maybe it's the accurate word, but kind of embedded in the Israeli forces for a time so that you could see the amazing lengths that they go to to avoid doing what they are often accused of. The Israeli Defense Forces seem like more than any other military group out there gets accused of, you know, civilian casualties and all these things. And certainly those things happen from time to time. That's always going to happen when when war is taking place. But even when it does happen, from what I understand, it's not the Israelis. So they go to extreme lengths. It's the fault of Hamas and Hamas putting civilians in, in harm's way. So, But if you could just expand upon that from your understanding for us. Yeah, thanks. I actually lived with the Israelis, the uh, Golani Brigade, for a period of time. I was actually there on an exchange program, but it was one of the most fascinating things that I have seen in terms of how they operate, how they gain their intelligence, and that type of thing. One day, they wanted me to go with them on a, a raid that was going to ultimately turn into a, a bombing of a very large house that the Israelis knew was full of explosives and other kinds of deadly things. So they said, you go with us. And I said, why? Of course, I wanted to go with them, but I knew I was going to have to tell you know my own chain of command what I was doing. So they said, we just want you to go with us. And it was years later I figured it out. They wanted me to see what they were going to do because they wanted me as a witness about the length that they go to to actually protect innocent men and women and protect against collateral damage. So I went with them and got in the control section. And we, uh, first of all, looked up the telephone number, if you can believe that, and called that house and told them that we were about to bomb them, that if they didn't move, we were going to bomb them anyhow. Mm. And as we're watching from the air, so all of a sudden we see about 12 of these uh, Hamas people that ran out onto the roof and started raising their hands and all, make sure we could see them. And they knew that we were going to be very, very sensitive about collateral damage. So consequently, they weren't afraid. They ran around a couple of times, let us see them real good. And then we brought in a uh, helicopter, fire helicopter, and we shot on one corner of the building. And then we fired some more on one corner of the building. And as soon as we fired that second volley, they climbed back down off the roof and took off running down the streets just as we fired onto the outside as well as the inside of the thing after we got it burning. 
and there was no damage other than to the building itself. And it was done so that, A, we'd run them off the top of the building, make sure they knew we were going to shoot them. At least it was a good bluff. And then we blew the whole house up and no collateral damage. And they do that kind of thing every single time. Mm. That's what they do. We don't give them enough credit for how careful they are not to create collateral damage. So that was only one. I, the other ones I can't talk mm. about, but mm. that was one of those situations where they were going all out to prevent collateral damage. Yeah, I think it's good to bring that up for a variety of reasons. One, at least in the sense of what the plumb line is all about, uh, we understand that the scriptures talk about our need as followers of Jesus Christ to bless Israel and to support Israel. It doesn't mean that we support everything that they do or are involved in. It's certainly uh, Israel has become you know very secularized, but at the same time, we support Israel as a nation because it's God's chosen people still there, and so we, we need to have that understanding from Scripture, don't we? We do. And look, you know, my mother was an uneducated woman. She didn't even have a high school degree. I grew up in rural North Carolina. But she read the Bible, and she could quote the Bible to you. Mm. And I remember as a child her telling me, these Jews are God's chosen people, and we have to protect them, and we have to support them. And that was a long time ago before we had this level of strife in there. So what has changed? Well, certainly not God's word. We are still responsible to protect and defend and help with aid of the Jews when they get into a situation like they're in right now. And I'll tell you, it was, a, it was not only a, a privilege, but it was an honor to be able to live with them for a period of time. And I, my mother was alive while I was over there, and, and she was so proud and so happy that I, I was there with the Jews. And look, the Bible tells us clearly, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. That has not changed. Right. And America better wake up and realize that hasn't changed. Mm, yeah, amen. Well, we have a couple minutes left here, and I want to give you plenty of time to somewhat pull this, to at least the first segment anyway in particular, pull that together for us because our focus, we had a little side note here regarding Israel, but our main focus was on the DEI agenda that has infiltrated, uh, become yeah. prominent within the right. ranks of the military here. And so as those who are tuning in to the plumb line, the vast majority of those who tune in are believers in Jesus Christ and solidly grounded in the Word of God. And so so they're probably wondering, is there any hope for our military? What can we do? Yeah, listen, from your state, find out who is on the Armed Forces Committees. Both the House and the Senate have Armed Forces Committees. Find out who they are and go see them, write them, call them, send them a text, whatever you have to do, but get their attention. And let them know that what is happening to our military today is ultimately going to be the ruin of this country. It's reducing our readiness. Second thing is, this is not prioritized, but that is pray. Pray without ceasing, because I think that's also a command in the Bible. Pray without ceasing about these young men and women that are serving this country, that came in for a reason, that want to serve the country, they want to be part of something bigger than themselves. 
And what we do is we take them in and we ruin them. And I said that deliberately. We ruin them. And then I would say to you that the third thing is, if you ever get an opportunity, and I get these opportunities all the time, to sign a petition to the President of the United States or anybody else in a position of authority that can actually do something to put a stop to this nonsense of what's going on in our military, you sign that petition and you stand by and be ready to defend it. Because I sign these petitions all the time and and don't think that they don't get read, they don't get heard, and they don't get attention. Yeah, well, and participate in the process that we're going through right now leading up to a big election, as they all are big. But, uh, yeah, because that makes certainly a big difference. Godly leadership, leaders who fear and try to serve God is what we certainly desire for ourselves in this country, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, you know, I'm I'm hearing a lot of people saying, well, I'm not even going to vote this time. You better vote. You better vote. Because I, I think you're dead wrong if you don't vote in this next election. And your vote does not count unless you cast it. Right. You just have to keep that in mind. God has the ultimate call. But we've got to do our part. And you're absolutely right. Now is the time for us to get ourselves to the polls, get educated on what these people that we're voting for stand, and then cast an educated vote. And I, I believe that God will be ready to support us as a, as a nation, us as Christian people, if we'll do our part. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, General Boykin. Well, I'm glad to be with you. God bless you. God bless you as well. Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, retired, and he, again, with the Family Research Council, we've been talking about oh various aspects, I guess we could say, concerning our military and even the Israeli military a little bit as well on this edition of The Plumb Line. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in, and I hope that you'll join me next time on The Plumb Line. My email address is theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. We'll see you next time on The Plum Line. The Plum Line has been sponsored by Reasons for Hope. Check them out at r4h.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.